can you be popular and be a good leader at the same time? In this episode of the 2120 podcast, Matt and I discuss the nuances of being liked or respected as a leader and why being competent and being committed to excellence is far more important than just trying to be popular leader. This is the 2120 podcast where each week, two guys take an idea, an experience, or a topic that we're passionate about, and we talk about it with you for 20 minutes. All right, so the question on the table today is, can you be popular and a leader all in the same category? It's a good question. So break down like being popular. Think, <laughs> think back to high school. Oh, I was the most popular guy in school I for sure. I don't believe that at all. Like you're the, you're so the like guy that was always in stuff in the locker, I believe. <laughs> so when you when you say that to me, that's just made me laugh. Yeah. But, um, you know what I think about being popular? I think is um, you're liked, obviously. Okay. Sure. You uh, you're a good friend. You're maybe the fun guy. Um, uh, you maybe have a little bit of craziness to you, but yet people can trust you. I don't know, like. To be popular, I think at this age, um, I don't even think that's on the table anymore. Like, I don't even care. But thinking back to like when we were younger, people who are popular were attending a lot of events or parties. You know, uh, I yeah, I look look back at, on school and it was like I wanted to have that popularity. Like, right, like you wanted to be the guy or the gal that people are drawn to. Sure. But like, like you said, fast forward to our future right now. That was so stupid, you know, because <laughs> that's I, what I'm thinking. Yeah. I think, you know, you know, the question popularity and then a leader, you know, there's, there, there's popular where he's, he's a popular guy, but he's a, he's a dick. <laughs> right. You know, she's right. popular, but she's kind of a bitch, you know, like that's not, she's that's not a very, think very back nice to high school person, yeah. you know, where, you, I don't, I wouldn't want those traits in a, in, in a leader, you know? And I think right. we look through this, um, lens of what we think that as, you know, a, a 15 to 18 year old person, what that looks like. And we're drawn to that, you know, the, 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 the jock or the, like, I don't want to put labels on things, but you know, everybody wants to be around him. He's the, the star football player. Like he's this and he's that, but at the end of the day, like he, he steps on someone in the hall to make himself look taller and they laugh about it because mm-hmm. he's yeah. like, he's that guy. And, you know, I think there's, there's different popularity in click or like smaller groups, you know? Sure. Um, but like when it, yeah, I, I would never want to go back to high school and, and deal with that again, you know, but I think you also see it in business. Like there's different levels of popularity in, in business. And I think it's, it's tough when, you know, you are a popular guy liked or gal liked by a lot of people, but that's the way you lead, mm-hmm. you know, and are, are people really following you because you're that strong leader that's, that's popular or are they leading, are they following you because like they like you and you're like, you're never going to really hold them accountable, but yeah. you're going to be their buddy and you're going to hang out with them and you do all that stuff. So I think there's that, there's that fine line. You know, what I think about <clears throat> this is, um, uh and, it, and this is stuff that I actually coach on, Matt. So, uh, you, if you're a leader and your number one priority or, or what you think is most important to you 
is to be liked instead of being respected, you have a huge challenge in front of you. Like you're already setting yourself up for failure because if you are more concerned with being liked, you probably aren't having those hard conversations. You're probably not giving that feedback in such a way that, that, uh, is helpful to somebody in, you know, in their capacity to grow. So when I think about leaders that, that, uh, I've worked for that were in that mode of they need to be liked, um, I didn't respect them as much. They, they weren't a good leader um, be, because they would allow things to pass that maybe shouldn't. Um, they weren't always that organized. Meetings were more about, hey, let's get together and have fun. Uh, and I want to like get together and figure out what we need to do to knock it out of the park. That's, sure. that's me. So <clears throat> in working with leaders that, that are in that mode, uh, I, I'm teaching them you got to be respected first. Yeah. That doesn't mean being a jerk. You can still lead and be that fun person and have that some of those traits that would have made somebody popular. But also, I want to know that you're competent at what you do, that you hold people accountable to, to goals and to achievements and to success, that you're about excellence. You know, All of those things are much more important to me. I'm going to respect the person like I respect you that you get in my business when I'm falling short. Sure. You're going to call me out and I'm going to do that for other people as well. And so there's where I get that respect. And so I think that 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 you can be respected and also liked, but I don't think it's as easy to be liked and be respected. Yeah. You know, if you look at the the analogy of the high school thing that we just talked about, I think it's very similar in veteran leaders you know the guys that have looked in back, looked back in life and went man i like that was stupid back in the day right but those new leaders are the 15 to 18 year old kids trying to get established yep. and trying to have a voice and trying to to lead people because someone somewhere along the way a leader a veteran leader saw something good in them so they got promoted to being a leader and you know when you don't know what you don't know you go into it with well i just need to get a bunch of people to follow me so I'm going to be everybody's buddy, yeah. you know, and I like, I like them. They like me. We all hang out and this, this is great. And then slowly, like you're putting positions to have to lead and are they really following you for the right reasons? Are they following me because they know that you're, you're my buddy and yeah. I, I can, if I, if I really want to push hard, I can push you over. Yeah. And, and when you talk about the word follower too, it, it makes me think of, um, if I stay close to you. And uh, your pop- I think popularity can be fake. I think that's kind of what 100%, we're saying, right? 100%, yeah. Okay? So if I'm one of those people that is uh, kind of sucking up to you, mm-hmm. it's with the intention that, hey, when, uh, when you move on, I'm going to take that role, right? That's the thing that concerns me. And we've all seen that. I- I'm sure that there are people that are listening to this podcast that that's happened to them. They've seen it. Uh, sometime in there, you know, they've experienced it and it doesn't leave a good taste in, in your mouth. Like you, you see that, you're like, oh, I just, you, you know, it's coming. There's a lot of brown nosing happening because I'm going to get buddy buddy with you because I want something in return. Sure. I, I have an expectation. There's an agenda. Yeah. 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 So I, you know, the goal is, you know, how, how can you get past that? I want to be popular and be popular in front of my crew you know, as fast as I can get there, but like you, like you made the comment earlier and it's about respect and it's yeah. about experience and about all those things that 
you know, I think that's where true leaders struggle early on is they're trying to get that acceptance of I, I des- like I, I deserve this position. Yeah. I'm here for a reason. And, you know, like I said, there's, there's also that lens of how people look at you in that role. You know, do they see it as, yeah, you truly deserve this. You've worked your butt off. You, you've done everything right. You're, you are the, the leader in the store. Or do they see some kind of some holes in, in what you're about? And, you know, it's, hmm. you know, you're, you're forcing yourself to really not act differently, but, you know, just you're not acting the way that you probably should, you know, from a standpoint of just trying to get everybody to be on, on my side and, and whatever that whatever that looks like. And then that's where like that fake part comes out, because yeah. then you're the hey, how you doing, guys? Like, what's going on? And then, like, that's not you, you know, but you just you don't know as an early leader you don't know how to act. You don't know truly what that looks like because you've never been put in situations. You're, you're, you're learning through it. And I don't have the, the right answer. And I think that maybe the answer is it's just experience. Like the more experience you get, the, the, the more you can look back and go, man, that was so, I was so stupid back in the day. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't have the answer either. No. But I do know this. You know, the word authenticity or, or being genuine, you know, seems to surface right there with what you were saying that that's what came to mind as you were saying those words is I don't know how to be well then be you yeah and um I had an experience this not this week but the prior week and I I was in a room that um I didn't feel like even at this age with the experience that I've got that I questioned did I belong there and on uh, there was two days of that and so on on day one uh, I could have come in and tried to be the popular guy. I could have come in and, you know, did all the did all the right things and had all the right attitude. And I did that. I mean, that's just who I am anyway. But I didn't try to assert myself. I just listened because I knew that, first of all, the guys that are in that room were anywhere between 10 and 30 years older than me. Sure. They have incredible life experiences. They have had incredible success in their life. And I didn't want to come in like I know everything. So I was quiet. On day two, however, I started as we got to know each other and the conversation started to build. We started to get to know each other and go, wow, like that guy's got some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. It was me that actually said, hey, we, we are starting to know each other, but I don't know what your skills are. What are you bringing to the table? So I just opened that conversation up. And it was so cool because that was genuine for me. That, I wasn't trying to be somebody I wasn't. I just was saying... I would like you guys to know what I bring to the table. And likewise, I need to know what you're bringing to the table. So as we are working together to refer each other, uh, we, we can do that now. Now we've got some camaraderie. We, we've started to build a little bit of trust and respect with each other. And, I, and so I could have come in uh, and tried to be somebody I wasn't, tried to be the popular guy. In that room, that wouldn't have flown. Sure. They would have sniffed that out. Instantly. Well, I think in any room that wouldn't have flown. I don't. I don't mean. I mean. I don't care that they're ten to whatever years old. It would have flown in a room where everybody else was doing it too. Sure. That's the one exception. Yeah. If they're all the same. Yeah. You throw a bunch of new leaders into a room, then yeah, just mass chaos, and it's like you're trying to. I mean, think about um, your year after you graduate. That get together with all your classmates. You're still trying to outdo each other. You're still like. I'm working on this now and I got this and then it's five years and oh man, I got, I've got this awesome job. I'm established now Then it's yeah. 10 years. And you know, as it gets older, more and more of the bullshit goes away mm-hmm. and it's just, I got I'm a dad. I got three girls. Like I'm living here. I'm doing this. I, I, I love my life right now. And it's not about trying to one up somebody else and, and be the most popular guy in the room. 
you get to a point and you go, stupid, I don't need to deal with this crap anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just being me. And, you know, it, it, like, that is just the funniest thing to see that evolution of early on, everybody's trying to show off. You know, they pull up in their fancy car and this and that, and they, I'm making all this money. And you know what? Yeah, God, you're kind of a jerk in high school. You're still kind of a jerk now. You know, like that, that yeah. hasn't changed at all. And then one day it gets to a point where it's like you see through the bullshit and there's there's no there's no more. Like it's just everybody just kind of gets comfortable with each other. And then that's when like it's it's fun to be around that. You know, um, it's it's the same thing in, in, in business. You know, you're trying to outdo somebody else. And I think some of these new leaders are trying to... Um, you know, be a voice. They're trying to uh, own part of the room and they don't deserve it yet. Yeah. And you, you've mentioned new leaders and I don't disagree with that, but I also have seen it with veteran leaders. Oh, I'm sure. Ex, you know, seasoned leaders. Let, let's just say they've done it for a while and, and uh, maybe that's been rewarded and it's got them somewhere before. That doesn't mean it's right. Sure. You know? And so when I think about that, uh, there's been times when I've met people, I'm like, Man, nobody's ever really spoken into you and and called that out of you. And uh, also, likewise, I, I've seen young leaders who do have that humility that have come into a room, and you're like, "Wow, this this young man, this young woman, they're going somewhere because yeah. they are genuine, they are authentic, they it, it, and they they add value uh, because they're trying to figure out how to add value, but they're not trying to manipulate it." They're not trying to be disingenuous with it. And that's, those are the people that we, we sit there and we go, whoa, look out because that person's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we had the same conversation on, you know, Tuesday at, at my job and this, you know, this young leader, this was his topic. And he wanted to talk about, you know, can you be popular? And cause he's, he's trying to learn. Sure. Can, can, can I do this? And, you know, I, I, you know, at the end of the day, if you nail all the attributes as a leader, you're going to be popular. Like you're going to have people who are going to want to follow you and, and, be, and be that person. But at the end of the day, you like, you have to be yourself, you know? So I asked the question, okay, think about what popularity looked like when you were in high school and they, they, everybody had some of that popped into their head, you know? And I asked the question, okay, are they, a, were they a good leader? And nine times out of 10, they said, no, they weren't. Mm-hmm. There was just something about them that people were drawn to. But at the end of the day, they weren't very nice or they, 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 they had their own agenda or, or whatever it may be. And I said, okay, let's, let's think about something different now. Think about an, another popular person in your school that meets all these categories that somebody else popped into their head. And I said, okay, what was it about, about them that made them popular and, and stood out? And the majority said they didn't care. They didn't care if you didn't like them. They just, they, they just were, were, the, were the, their person and their, their self. And, um, I think that was the biggest thing. Like that was, that's really eye opening actually. It kind of is. I I framed it that way. And I, I, am thinking about that too of, I have someone in my head right now that I'm thinking of was the popular, but it was kind of a jerk. Yeah. And then I had the popular where everybody liked her. Yeah. And you know, she wasn't trying, she didn't have her own agenda. She just, she made it a point to talk to everybody. Mm -hmm. She made it a point to get to know who you are. She made it a point to help you when you needed help. And at the end of the day, she had people all around her, you know, she was popular. Yeah. But she was doing it for all the right reasons, yeah. you know, not to be on this pedestal of I'm the, the guy that everybody wants to, wants to follow. But at the end of the day, I'm still kind of a jerk mm-hmm. and I'm not doing it. I'm doing it because I have my own agenda where this young lady, she nailed it for all the right reasons. And people followed her because of all those right reasons. And it wasn't just one click. It was the entire school. 
you know, the every different grade looked up to her as that person. And, um, you know, they talked about the, you know, we talked about the, the country boys and the jocks and, um, somebody said like skids or they, like, like what's a skid? Like, cause <laughs> right. we we're breaking that down. But like, like, I think you look back at your school, everybody, there's all those clicks. The cool thing about this, this young girl that I'm thinking about, everybody liked her, everybody related towards her because she made time for everybody. Yeah. It wasn't just in those small pockets. And I think, you know, our businesses have those small pockets, sure they do. you know? So if you do it for all the right reasons, you do it because you don't have your own agenda. You do it because you're just a naturally, just a good person. You'll always have people that will think you're popular. There's a word. Yeah. There's a word that comes to mind. Um, when we're talking about sports teams specifically, we're in basketball season right now. So that's kind of an easy analogy, but, um, we talk about chemistry. Yep. A, A team has a chemistry to it. But the coach drives that. Sure. But there's also teams that have great coaches that drive that, but they don't have a star player that will accept that. So when I think about a great team, um, even within an organization, you know, like where you work, um, you can have great coaches in places or great leaders in places, but it's also the people that are, are playing some of those spots on those teams are buying into that. And if you bring in that person that's trying to be uh, the person we've been describing, this popular person that, you know, maybe he's doing it for the wrong reasons, that's toxic to that team. That will disrupt that culture. That will cause negative chemistry to happen. And so that has to be called out. And, And so I just think about if you're building top flight teams and you want to build chemistry, you have to have people that are coachable. They've got to have some humility around it, that they don't know everything, that they're there for the right reasons. Um, and yet I still want them to be confident in what their abilities are. I just want that confidence covered with some humility to understand, know, know that you don't know everything, know that, that there's always more room to grow. You know, that's just huge right there. Yeah. I think those are two really, really important leadership traits, confidence and humility. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I'm thinking about everything that in high school, like I wanted, you know, Uh, I want all these fancy things. I want to have the nice jeans and the nice shoes and the nice car and and all these things. And because that stuff mattered. It did. It really (laughs) did. And now you fast forward, you know, in in, to my life now and we're building a a brand new house. And I was talking to my wife, I don't want a big house. I don't need to have this huge house on a top of a hill that everybody goes, man, that's where so-and-so lives. Like I like, I don't need a whole lot right now. And it's, it's funny how that all changes. Cause you know, when you're 15 to 18 years old, and you don't have the cool shoes or the cool pants or the cool whatever it may be, like that's it, devastating mm-hmm. because somebody does, you know. And uh, you know, I gosh, I remember look th- like thinking about some of those things. And I always wanted a pair of Jordans. That was one of my biggest things like growing up. I wanted a pair of Jordans, and my parents said, "No, those are stupid. I'm not paying a hundred and some dollars for a pair of shoes <laughs> right. you're going to destroy." Right. And then one day, I got flights. Yep. My grandma got me flights for basketball, and I thought that was the coolest thing. But it, like looking back, yeah, the, the shoes were cool, but it, it wasn't that. Cool. Were you a better player? No, <laughs> I didn't get to dunk. I didn't. I was like still a white white kid trying to, you know, not fall down on the, on the court, you know. But it, it wasn't it wasn't that cool, you know. Once I got them, it wasn't. It was like, oh, this is like, yeah, like nobody really was like, oh my god, look at these wearing flights. And like, no, nobody really cared. But I thought everybody would care, you know. So I think it's just the, you know, 
fast forward to where I'm at today, like, you know, seeing through some of that stuff that's like, that wasn't that important. Yeah. What was important was, you know, having strong friendships and the things that I kind of just took for granted. You know, I like, they weren't, you know, it wasn't a high priority for me. I was more looking at some of the, you know, the, the stupid things. And I think every kid's like that. You know, everybody has that. And, you know, the ones that, you know, have everything that they want, they get it, and then they take that for granted because they they always have they always have it, and you know the ones that can't afford it always want mm-hmm. something else, and you know the there's that those that sixty percent that's in the middle that can, could go either direction. You know, I, I just it's so I, I think as a parent you just have to teach that if you want something you're going to work hard for it, you're going to go out and get it. Like we're not ever going to give them anything, and you, like you te- you teach those life lessons of that, and. Um, you know, I, I think that's that's the number one job as a leader and as a parent, it, you know, teaching your crew and your kids these life lessons so they can look back and go, remember dad talking about this. This is, I really don't need that pair of Jordans right now where these Nike whatever work just fine. But, like, they don't always see that. It's tough. Well, this has been a great conversation, and <clears throat> I think there are a lot of areas to where we could spin off from this. Sure. And um, let, let's, let's do that. I want to ask our listeners... What do you think? Do you can you be popular and be a good leader at the same time? Uh, what are your thoughts? You can always send us an email to uh, the twenty one twenty podcast at gmail.com. I'll put a link in the show notes. Topic for today has been: Can you be popular and be a good leader at the same time? Thanks for listening. See you. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for topics, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at. 2120podcast at gmail.com. That's the words 21 spelled out, followed by the numbers 20podcast at gmail.com. We'll make it easy and include a link to that email address in the description. If you're enjoying listening to two guys take a random topic and talk about it for 20 minutes, hey, it would mean a lot to Matt and I if you would rate it, write review, and share it with others. Thank you again for tuning in to the 2120 podcast.